y'all. So never did I think I'd be having to already get an attorney for my new neighborhood. I've never had to do this and I've lived a lot of places. I've lived a lot of states. I've moved. I've lived internationally. You know, never. But these new crazy Karens that I live with are going to be a thorn in my side, I see. So we moved into our home in July, end of July, and they have already started. They didn't never come introduce themselves. Mind you, I'm not in an HOA. I'm not in an HOA, but the houses that surround me are in an HOA. So they have already started. Like we like lived there for, I want to say a little, un like 10 days. And then we got the driveway repaved. And my husband has a trailer and they came and said, your husband is in violation and we need to remove his trailer immediately. Uh, we are not in HOA. Um, when the lady came over, I told her, we're not in HOA. It's not in our mortgage. I found our seller's disclosure where the, the prior homeowner said, don't belong to HOA in her own handwriting. So y'all know I called my mama. And my mama was like, you're gonna have to get an attorney. And she was like, you can end up suing the previous homeowner because in your seller's disclosure, you do have to be honest or whatever. I hate to sue the old lady, but you know what? These people was getting on my nerves and she escaped this house for something. Because the house, I love the house. I ain't gonna lie. I like the house a lot, but you know, that's how it is, dude. It can never all be perfect. It's like you either have the good, the good house and the terrible neighbors or the great neighbors and your house sucks i'd rather have a good house um these people i'm not too worried about them because they're all elderly but one thing i know about elderly people they got nothing but time on their hands and yeah and they kept trying to send me this package where my mailman would never put it in my mailbox because it was too big so i kept getting these notices obviously i was never going to pick it up and then they said so they finally sent a small letter talking about my husband's trailer. It was such a fictitious letter, dude. But this is going to be interesting. This is going to be my new documentation of the HOA getting on my effing nerves. Like, we just moved in. Like, we literally, like, in my husband's trailer, it's just a simple trailer. It's licensed and tagged. It's, it's a nice trailer. It's not beat up. It's just something you put on the back of your truck. Like, and it's parked on the side of the house where we paved, put concrete on. I could see if he like had it parked on the grass and he was whatever, like, no. So now, yeah, I got to fight a group of elderly people, man. It's just like, I did not have this on my bingo card for this year, but this year with my housing issue, it's been crazy but so far good crazy and i'm i'm sure that this will come out good but i'm going to be an example for people who have to deal with people like this so yeah i guess this is you know whatever god has ordained me to do to help y'all this is what i'm gonna do and i would just recommend always i don't know why anybody would want to move into hoa Yes, HOAs do upkeep their neighborhoods, but like for me, I've seen houses in HOAs, but they never have like, they're not really allowed to have privacy fences and stuff. And I like some privacy, so I've never been 
wanting to live in my H- an HOA and my husband is adamantly against he do not want to live in an HOA and that's one thing that we made sure of before we purchased this house so to get there and find out we got to deal with these yahoos is, is wild so uh yeah this will be fun and like I said the lady that lived there lived there for 34 years she's older I hope she's around because she might be get sent to court to fight these people her friends her old friends because lord these people man it's like can we have one week where we don't have to do no mess but anyway y'all other than that i cleaned my house i cooked some chicken and my nieces came over and hung out with me because i live closer to them now and it was a cool weekend like i really didn't do too much me and my son went to the gym today and my son started a new job he's getting adapted to that he's not he's not loving it so far but he he's he's tolerating it um my children like are like all children that they expect to like their jobs and then they find out they don't and I just try to have to explain to them about it's just eight hours of your life yada 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 but you know kids have to work they have to work they're men they have to be responsible i think like even if i was really rich i'd still require my children to work just because what else will they be doing all day if they're not working or going to college they'd be doing nothing so unfortunately in this society that is created to make us lazy and unproductive you have to have you have to be productive at least 40 hours a week even though i think 40 hours a week is overkill um yeah so other than that y'all it's just been interesting with this HOA stuff and very interesting that I'm going to have to get an attorney I've never had to get an attorney before unless it was get a divorce wowza so yeah this will be a new series the HOA um other than that the real news hasn't been as interesting as my life and me researching and looking at people's HOA nightmare stories like man once you if you ever just research HOA nightmares oh my goodness from them finding people for finding people for weeds finding people for stickers on their car and just some craziness I just feel like for me like as long as you aren't like if you don't have crime in your house and you obviously you need to keep your grass cut stuff like that i do there are some things where i do think people should just do like don't leave your freaking trash dumpsters in the week for a week and they're like blowing all over the road you know what i'm saying i can see those kind of like benefits but still what i subscribe to at hoas for to tell people that absolutely not is we're grown here man it's just crazy but let's get into the news um hawaii is still going through it over there i actually have a story time tonight about that of course a conspiracy theory which i don't know i'm kind of believing a little bit um you know because um yeah young adults are more reliant on credit cards than ever before the results are concerning Especially with credit card interest rates hovering over 20%, the end of the pandemic era student loan forbearance. Yeah. Yeah. 
sun, I mean, student loans. While sunscreen is regulated as a cosmetic in major skincare hubs such as South Korea, Japan, and the United States, this falls under purview. U.S. sunscreen is stuck in the 90s. Is this a job for Congress? I think Congress has way more important jobs than sunscreen, but you should wear your sunscreen even if you're black. Um, you know, it could get dangerous for you out there. Let's see what else is going on here. most of this news. A Georgia inmate who was found unresponsive in a medical unit cell in Fulton County has died. Authorities say dozens of inmates have died at the facility. Yeah, Fulton County, they're on the verge of getting closed down probably or something because they've been having some crazy stuff going on there. They're finally going to add a roomier seats in the worldwide chase for high spending travelers. I would love a roomy seat. I'd I'd pay money for that. Because even the so-called first class isn't roomy enough for me. Um, We already knew this was going to happen. But Mark Zuckerberg and Elon caught off their little fake fight. So this Kansas newspaper um, is it's in. It was writing a story about the alleged allegations of sexual assault or something with the police department, and the police department went in and I guess raided the paper, and so they're like and took a lot of stuff. So they're trending for their freedom of speech. That's been like news. Because if the newspaper can't write, what is left? Kentucky's largest school system canceled the second and third day of classes after a disastrous overhaul of the transportation system that left some children on the bus until 10 p.m. That's crazy. And why do y'all wait every year to do this stuff with these school buses? Like, I mean, my child, I mean, that's every parent's fear because when your child isn't home from school, oh my gosh. That's just crazy. And just imagine being stuck at work and not knowing if your child made it home. That's just crazy. Um, let's see. Nothing to interesting besides the normal recycled news and Jeff Bezos spending rich people money which is also nothing for us poor people to be concerned with I wish I had Jeff Bezos money so I can buy up that whole thing and just Put a wall out. Patrick and Brittany will hold her bull riding. Um, Patrick, you are too much money for that, buddy boy.
There was a crash landing in Michigan on a fighter jet. Jet nosedives, pilots eject right on time. So luckily, they ejected before anybody died. Britney Spears is pole dancing. Britney Spears and the way she low she's gonna stick to her low rotted, low waisted jeans. I don't know why don't nobody give her an endorsement deal because she loves her waist to be all the way exposed, muffin top or not. She's out there with it. You will not keep her for some low rise drink jeans. Let's see. This is a disgusting story. A Boston doctor was arrested for masturbating in front of a 14-year-old girl on a Hawaiian Airlines flight. Gross. Like, how gross. She, the girl noticed that he had covered himself with a blanket and observed his his he was his leg was bouncing up and down a little while later the girl saw the doctor was no longer covered and that he was masturbating the minor witness and ejaculating on himself when he got up to use the restroom the girl moved to a seat in the row behind her where there were none there were none by her grandmother with whom she was traveling when the plane landed she told her family what happened the authorities were contacted when questioned by fbi agents at the home Mahanti denied it i have no re- recollection of that he said Ugh, man. I'm trying to understand why the little girl was seated by herself. I mean, I know she's 14, but... Mm-mm-mm. All right, let's get to Reddit and see what we got going on. I miss the days when I was just so bored and just reading random things to y'all. That's why I love my boring days. Because when my life isn't boring, I don't like it. I love to be bored. Being bored is my favorite thing. And when I can't be bored, it's cringe. How many pillows do you sleep with and why? Definitely two. I have one for my hip and one for my head. What causes you to immediately stop being friends with someone? Gossiping. If you gossip... I mean, like, and I'm saying, like, malicious gossip. Because it's one thing to gossip, but, like, if I know that you just, you will sound like a hater when you talk about somebody, then I just, mm mm-mm. Somebody said when they relentlessly try to push their beliefs on you after you bluntly explained yourself and your beliefs, compulsive liars, endless negativity, too self-obsessed, when I found out you don't have my back behind my back. My best friend since high school got arrested for rape. Yeah, that's the reason not to be friends. I mean, all these other things, like... 
if you abuse animals. Someone said, someone told them Hitler did nothing wrong. Sounds like a debate topic. What's the biggest difference between your 30s and your 20s? Wisdom. Wisdom and metabolism. For sure. 20s, desperate for engagement. 30s, I'm willing to admit when I'm not having fun and go home. Um, Financial stability. I care significantly less about what other people thought. That's true. You become, when you, the older you get, the more you do not care, baby. Because I don't be caring. And I don't do caring. Yeah, I don't care. Like, if my husband was around, I don't even know what I'd be doing in life. Like, my husband's kind of my morality meter. Because I don't be caring. My husband's like the nice one in my relationship. Because I do not be caring. Have you been the victim of toxic positivity? Yes. There's always somebody. And those people are so scary. Ten years old. Wanted to kill myself. What did my mom say? Well, count your blessings and think positive. It's pretty common in professional development. Yeah. I had this sergeant when I was in the army and she every morning was like, good morning. morning." And it was like cold days, rainy days. Here she come. And and everybody just was like, oh, but I mean, that's just life, right? That's just how life is. You always get somebody who you just freaking, it's like, why? And that's just life. But let me get into these story times because I got a few for y'all. So let's get into these Maui wildfires first and foremost. Excuse me, do you guys remember last year when the people of Hawaii were begging tourists to stop coming? They were literally saying, don't come here. We don't want your money. We don't want your tourists or your tourism. You're ruining the land. I remember that the whole thing about Honolulu trying to take back the land from tourists started in 2021. And then last year, it started to gain a lot of momentum and they were getting exactly what they wanted, which was to slow down the tourism that was going on in Hawaii after the booming sensation after COVID. Apparently, everyone was taking trips to Honolulu and Maui. Yeah, because the people of Hawaii were rejoicing and they reclaimed one of the most spiritual places on earth, which is Maui. And then all of a sudden, I hear about Maui literally going into flames, 89 people dying. And if I'm not mistaken, the wildfire started in Canada first and all of a sudden hit this beautiful island. Yeah. Y'all see where I'm going with this? This was no accident. This was not something that was just out of the ordinary. So upon doing some research, I found that actually Maui had this big reconstruction project that was dated all the way to last year that was set to start next month in September. Now, what makes this very suspicious is that Jeff Bezos actually came out and said that him and another very rich woman are pledging $100 million to the reconstruction of Maui. Jeff Bezos is actually the founder and the creator of Amazon. And if you know anything about him, you know that he has money. And why would he just randomly pledge this amount of money? Before you get on here and say, oh, they just want to help bullshit. No person with this amount of money is just going to up and say, I want to help. Right? Every billionaire and millionaire I know wants a return on investment. 
I bet you didn't know that next month there's a giant convention to basically make Maui a smart island. So I bet you didn't know that there was a meeting scheduled for next month, September 25th, to change the entire EFS system that hasn't been changed since the 80s. Maui is actually the center and the beginning of this monetization project. EFS system is the enterprise financial system that has been around since the 80s and hasn't been touched since. So this system was going to replace the present day financial reporting systems and change the whole mainframe that's been running since the 80s now what you see behind me is the exact word for word transcript of this meeting because this meeting is already mapped out down to what each speaker says and who these speakers are and it's available online and as you can see that these were actually the department of accounting and general finance for all of the u.s here are some of the speakers as you can see everything for this meeting was mapped out a year ago and if you don't believe me you can find the link here and as you can see here it says the government of hawaii states goal for rebuild is to make the entire island of maui the first smart island they want the entire island governed by ai here is another speaker and exactly what they were going to say at this meeting and still are going to say. And he talks about engaging in an interactive session to uncover areas where their organization can engage these new opportunities, i.e. Maui. Now, do you think that Jeff Bezos just wanted to invest because he had a good heart? No, he's a millionaire that wants return on investment like everyone else that's going into this Maui fund. Now, if you know anything about rebuilding an entire island or rebuilding a civilization, you have to clear the old one first. The people of Maui were finally getting somewhere with the multi-billion dollar fucking legacy that tourism was, and they were starting to reclaim their land and do what they wanted to do with it. It just so happens that the whole island of Maui is now cleared, and this meeting is set for September 25th of next month. Oh, and there is a whole list of cities and states on this organization to be converted to completely AI, and I'll post that next. If you guys want a part two, let me know. I mean, she's got a lot of points, and this is the, this is going to be completely off topic, but this is why I don't believe in all this like spirituality and chants and spells because I, I mean, we all know that like Hawaii is a big like, you know, they believe in all this stuff over there, and same with African stuff, and it's like y'all ain't none of this stuff ain't worked yet just believe in the lord that's all i'm saying because all these rituals and blowing fire and painting your body and dancing around fire it ain't working if y'all all probably just pray i'm just saying just try it just try it y'all i'm saying it's just that's why i just don't be getting caught up in when the moon comes out we need to do this because look it ain't working for y'all people let's see Put a finger down, these hoes got me fucked up edition, okay? Put a finger down if you made a TikTok video while you were at work. You sent the TikTok video to all the ladies who were at work. Every single lady in text message, which you still have and you still have proof of, sent the laughing my fucking emoji, um, my laughing of my fucking ass off back or laughing emojis. Um, you sent them the video on Wednesday. You posted the video on Wednesday. You went to work on Thursday. Everything was completely fine. You were off on Friday. And then when you come back on Monday, you find that these same employees have turned this video in and said that the video was a threat of harm towards 
them when the video in all actuality is a voiceover so you're not actually saying anything and that's exactly what hr told them hr told them that this has nothing to do with the company she's not wearing a company shirt she's not in front of a company logo so this is not actionable by hr you then took the liberty to go back to malia's tiktok and find another video that she posted um of malia <laughs> of malia with a um a, a, a chair filter over her head that says which folding chair are you um, you then took that video, sent that video to HR, and then said that Malia's a racist, and this video means that she's going to hit a white person in the face <laughs> with a chair. Um, HR tells this person, this video actually has music in the background. Malia's not saying anything. This is not a racist video. This video does not mean that she's going to hit a white person in the face with a chair. And then tells her, if you have such a problem with Malia, you guys should be able to talk things out. Maybe you should tell her how you feel. Malia gets to work at 11 o'clock unbeknownst, like doesn't know that any of this racist shit is going on. You then come to Malia's desk a one minute after she clocks in and says, hey, can I speak to you in another employee's office? Malia reluctantly goes with you to the other employee's office. You close the door and said, yeah, I need a witness just in case you try to beat me up. Malia still doesn't know what the hell you're talking about because she has no idea that you've called HR about this fucking video. Okay. You then turn around and tell Malia that she is a racist. She's posting racist videos and she is on TikTok talking about smacking a white person in the face with a chair and you think that the white person she's talking about is you. The video has music in the background. Malia didn't say not one word in the video. So what the fuck are you talking about? Malia then is standing there now in a closed door with two white women who are telling her that that she's a racist um and then both of the white women decide to get out of their chair one of them is saying she doesn't want anything to do with this and then the other one is still telling malia that she's a racist and malia just turns around runs out of the room gets in her car and gets the fuck up out of there remember that malia clocked in at 11 o'clock it's now 1107 and malia is in her car on the phone with hr telling hr that she does not feel safe malia goes home for the she had to do a part two, which we don't need a part two. If you <clears throat> work with anybody, I don't even let people know none of my social media. And if I find out like somebody from my job, like has access to my, sh I block you immediately. I don't even hardly like to be, I don't even think I'm LinkedIn friends with none of my current coworkers. Like I don't, mm-mm. I'm in Facebook. I don't even parlay on Facebook. It's deactivated as we speak because I don't believe in like after work activities with my coworkers. Like, mm -mm, no, no, no. And yeah, that girl, she's setting herself up for a lawsuit, Malia. So Malia, even though HR is pretending to have your back, girl, you better probably get you a lawyer. Everybody get a lawyer. I mean, it's 2023. We probably all need lawyers at this point for something because these companies is acting up, these neighbors is acting up. And I think I think we shouldn't even have to pay for legal counsel because it's not fair. It's biased. You know, companies have their own money and whatever. But my advice to you, never be uh, social media friends with any of your coworkers. Don't do it. 
This is a warning for anyone considering getting Gelex nails or doing them at home because if I had known what would happen, I would have never done them. Basically, I was going to the nail salon to get my regular dip done. And when I got there, the owner of the salon was like, listen, I think you should try this new thing we're offering. It would be great for your nails. It's super easy, yada, yada, yada. So I was like, you know what? Okay, sure. I'd seen Gelex on TikTok. I've I never heard anything negative about it. So I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. They seem to look great. So let me just say, during this whole process, I was feeling weird about certain things and there were things that they were saying that didn't sit right with me. So I should have known better. I should have just not done it, but I chose not to listen to my gut and I did it instead. First off, he was like, I'm gonna give you a discount. This is really new. We want you to try and we want you to love it. Like blah, blah, blah. So I was like, okay, you know, that's nice. So I sit down to get them done and the girl who's about to do them, she's like, are you sure you wanna do this? And I was like, yeah, why not? She's like, well, I don't know. I, I just, you know, just want to make sure you're you're sure about this. And she's like explaining it, but she didn't seem so sure about it. She was like, you know, I've like mastered it, but just beware that it's gonna it's gonna be really painful. And that's when I should have said, okay, never mind. But I was like, what do you mean? She's like, it's just gonna burn really bad when I cure them. So if you're okay with that, we can do them. And I'm like, you know what? I I can handle a little pain, no problem. I just I don't I don't know. Again, it's so stupid of me. But I figure if I'm in a nail salon, they're doing it. They know what they're doing. Whatever. So. She ends up doing it, she's curing them. It's burning a little bit, it's nothing too crazy. I leave the salon, they look good, everything's fine. I wake up the next morning and I'm feeling a little itching underneath my nails, which I don't think much about. I'm a little wary, but I'm like, okay, I'll keep an eye on it, on it. it could be anything. Then ironically enough, I'm on TikTok and I'm scrolling and I stumble across a video about a Gel X allergy and the dangers of doing gel egg. You can look them up. They're pretty terrifying, but essentially they're like, if you're feeling any of these symptoms, you need to go get them removed immediately. So immediately I go to the nail salon. This is the next day. I asked kindly for them to remove them. I just said, I'm feeling a little burning underneath and I just want to be safe and careful. They remove them and everything seems okay. My nails are a little swollen, but everything's okay. 24 hours later, my cuticles are pink and swollen. They're pussing. My nails are peeling off, ripping off. They're, I can't even, they're disgusting. They've, it's been like two weeks now and they're getting a little bit better. I've been putting like antibacterial cream on them. But I mean, the reaction that I've had and from what I've read, this is like a lifelong thing. Now I probably can't get my nails done and it could affect other things. It's crazy. This is like really concerning. And quite frankly, I don't even think it should be allowed, but if I had known what would happen and the dangers of it, I never would have done it. So I just hope that this helps someone. Proceed with caution, do what you feel is right, but just know your nails could be. Once again, another attorney needed. Dang it. Let me tell y'all why y'all should keep your ring alerts on, okay? Listen to this. So I'm sitting on the couch and I see that I get a little ring right at my door. So I open my ring app and I'm like, hello, how may I help you? He's like, oh, I'm trying to raise money for something. I think he said he played football or something. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't have any cash. He's like, oh, I'll take Zell. So my ass actually went to the door, opened the door up and was talking to him through the door because I felt a little comfortable, right? I take the Zell from him. I take his number to give him a Zell and then I send him like $5. And I'm like, if he lying, God gonna handle him, okay? So then the next day, right? Next day comes, and then the um, kid comes back. I missed the doorbell, but I went back to my ring, and I'm like, I miss ring? I'm like, why did he come back? Whatever, I don't know why he came back. Fast forward, right? An hour later, a lady comes to my door. And it looks like she possibly could have been related to him, but I'm not too sure. They kind of looked alike. But I also I also missed that ring, too. I'm like, damn. Like, I'm mad that I'm missing these rings because I really want to know why they come to my door. Fast forward, my sister and her kids come over, right? We hanging out. She's there for a couple hours. My sister 
you know, it's time for her to leave. I walk her out. I, I help her get the kids in the car, right? My front door is open, but I have, like, this screen door on my front door. So no bugs can get in, but you can kind of walk right through it. You know them little Amazon screen doors? Yeah. So my door stayed open while I was kind of helping my sister down by the driveway. Anyways, my sister leaves. I go back in the house, right? And then, like, um, I'm just chilling on the couch, like, regular shit, watching TV and stuff like that. So I started hearing movement in the house, and I'm like, first I ignored it. Then my dog started barking. I was like, hell no, what the fuck is going on? My my thing, my thing is upstairs. So I'm like, hell nah. And that's, the noise was coming from upstairs. Yo, I'm like creeping all through the house, like trying to figure out what the hell that noise was. I walk upstairs and like in my guest room, there's literally, literally something in the guest room. I walk in the guest room, bro. And all I see is this big ass person standing there. That dream felt so real. <laughs> I'm gonna slap her. She wasted our time, y'all. I'm sorry. I had a patient here. He had a castration done that was live streamed. He is under a threat that if he reports what really happened, then he will be killed. The following cases include footage, photos, and audio that have never been seen or heard before. When a 28-year-old shows up at an Oklahoma hospital with a gruesome injury and a terrifying story to match, investigators are led to an isolated cabin in the woods. The traumatized victim tried to warn them of the horrors waiting there, but authorities were still wildly unprepared for the shocking and repulsive horrors they uncovered. On October 14, 2020, an unidentified person from Virginia arrived at McAllister Regional Hospital in Oklahoma in terrible shape with a blood-soaked groin. While he initially tried to tell the hospital staff that he had somehow performed surgery on himself, doctors weren't buying the lie. So after a bit of coaxing, the victim explained the two men had surgically removed his testicles as part of an illegal castration in which he was a willing participant. Yes, you heard me right. This was not an involuntary procedure. However, as you'll soon learn, this person who hasn't been publicly named fell prey to some of the most unorthodox criminals on the face of the earth. The patient stated that he'd searched the internet for an unregulated castration, and that's how he met 53-year-old Bob Lee Allen. Bob agreed to perform the surgery, but apparently things took a turn when he allegedly made unsettling comments about being a cannibal and threatened to kill the victim and his loved ones if he ever told the police. And then we are going to feed the meat. Naturally, after hearing these disturbing details, doctors and nurses immediately contacted 911. I have a patient here. He is under a threat that if he reports what really happened, then he will be killed. Um, so basically, for free, he had a castration done that was live-streamed by someone in Worcester, Oklahoma. And that the revenue this guy gets from this is from his website and live-streaming. But that if he ever, ever tells anybody anything, they will kill him and everybody that he loves. A social worker employed by the same hospital also dialed 911 just a few moments later. He's had some illegal stuff happen against him. Yes, he, um, he came here in our emergency department. Um, he was dropped off by the guy. Some kind of underground surgical stuff that, uh, where they basically castrate him. When officers arrived, the victim clarified that he'd met Bob about three weeks ago on a website that specifically catered to castration surgeries before moving their conversation to Skype. Oddly, the registration for the website had the welcome note from the unit maker and the EM crew. Still, according to the victim, 
Bob boasted 15 years of experience in gender reassignment surgeries and showed them a few videos as proof. In March 2004, I went to the doctor, and after several misdiagnoses, it was determined I had low testosterone. By May, the grass was green, the birds were singing, the jasmine and honeysuckle were in full bloom. Oh, the sweetness of the air. My advice, if you're a male over 30, is get your hormones checked. Not to mention, he and his husband, 42-year-old Thomas Evan Gates, appeared very active on social media. You need to get the picture, Thomases. There we are. And if I have to learn it, I'm going to shove it down your throat. I don't have it. In this video posted to Facebook, Bob appears to be stumbling and possibly under the influence of a substance. His behavior is extremely odd, and while this may be his quirky personality, his instability points to possible intoxication. Bob also makes several disparaging remarks about himself, mainly... I'm a whip. So that's your videos. Bob's a whip. Let me hear you say it. I'm a whip. 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 They even shared a few intimate moments from their wedding day online. Got a camera. Go mm, mm, mm. Voluntary castration. Do you know what to do if you are experiencing a heart attack or you believe you're experiencing a heart attack? Well, I never knew what to do either. And it's not something that we think about all the time, but you never know when that could be possibly happening to you. So this is what I was sent and I was told for you to check it out and please share the video if you, know, if you get value or maybe if you know somebody that maybe could benefit from this information. Check it out. space right now the first few seconds of a heart attack and you could be driving down the road in the middle of a busy street you are the first person who knows that you're having a heart attack and there's no one who can help you faster than you can help yourself You'd have heard of CPR, cardiopulmonary resuscitation. When we see somebody having a heart attack or we go to the emergency room of hospitals, we see paramedics or other people pumping people's chest. What are they doing? They're pumping the heart, trying to get it to pump again. They're massaging the heart. But when you're driving down the road, even if there are 500 vehicles around you, you're in the middle of the traffic. You're the only one who knows you're having a heart attack. And it's the first few critical seconds that can save your life. And if you don't have anybody with you, or you can tell that you're having a heart attack, what you can do is administer a self-CPR. Essentially, you need to do two things in administering CPR, whether to yourself or to someone else. You need more oxygen into your system and you need to massage your heart. How do you get more oxygen into your system? Breathing, right? Absolutely. Breathe hard. Almost taking in all the air deep down into your stomach so that 
as much air as possible gets into your system. Take deep breaths. Like so. And the second thing you need to do is cough. And cough from the bottom of your stomach. As if you want to take your intestines out from your from your mouth. <laughs> when you're coughing like that, what will happen is in the process of your coughing, your chest will constrict. And in the process of this constriction, it'll massage your heart. So alternate breathing and coughing. And keep doing that every two seconds. Like so. you'll get more oxygen into your system you're pumping your massaging your heart and while you're doing that particularly if there are people around you traffic around you passes by around you they'll figure out that there's something wrong you're going through a problem and there'll be people will come to help you it is the first 10 15 20 seconds which are the most critical when you're having a heart attack and that's when you need to help yourself because you are the person who's the first to know that you're having a heart attack. So what do you do to administer a self-CPR? Breathe deeply and cough from the bottom of your stomach. Practice it. It can happen to you. There y'all have it. I would have thought he was going to say beat your chest against the steering wheel, but don't take my advice. There you have it. Um, We have... I have a couple more, but I'm not going to hold y'all long. I'll definitely be back tomorrow. I'll let y'all know what this attorney say, because I got to talk to the attorney too. And this is going to be the beginning of a series, I see. Um, Hopefully, I give a lot of pointers. Whatever I learn, I will be sharing it, because you will need this. But other than that, have an amazing week, because I am going to have an amazing week no matter what. Because I know God got my back. I cast all my cares on him because he cares for me. He knows what I need. So thank God for that. Y'all stay focused. Y'all have an amazing week. And I'll be back tomorrow, y'all.